welcome to this week's Shoot the Moon podcast, broadcasting live and direct from Revenue Rocket World Headquarters in Bloomington, Minnesota. For those of you that tune in from time to time or even more regularly, as you know, Revenue Rocket is the premier growth strategy and M&A advisor to IT services companies worldwide. So uh, with me today are my partners, Lockhart and Ryan Barnett. Welcome, guys. Hey, good to be here. Good to be uh, good to be back. I was out, uh, you know, last week, so uh, you know, ready and and uh, the bucket is full. Ryan, what's going on? Yeah, you know, we're we're all gone, and that's actually what we would like to talk about here a bit today. Was a uh, uh, we had the the privilege of going to the the Inc. 5000 fastest growing companies in America. Uh, their celebration gala and conference. And, uh, it's something where, you know, rarely do we kind of take a step back and celebrate and look at it, at, at the accomplishments. But I think, uh, we learned so much that week and met so many interesting people that we wanted to talk a little bit about some of the themes that we saw today. So I'd love to start out. Hey, Mike, you know, what is the Inc. 5000 list and why was that something that, uh, when you considered uh, applying for it, you know, what's a little bit about the process and what's it look like and, and why should a, a firm consider it being on the list? Yeah, for sure, Ryan. So, you know, Inc. 5000 is, uh, represents the top half of 1% of the fastest growing companies, uh, private companies in America. Um, we're privileged to have been on the list twice. This was our second time. Um, and are very proud of that accomplishment. And essentially, it's measured based on your trailing three years uh, growth rate. So you measure not just one year's growth rate, but three years of growth rate. So it's implied that you have to have a little bit of sustained growth in there to be able to make the list. And, you know, we were uh, fortunate enough to uh, to make it again uh, for the class of 2023. Yeah, uh, I'll note here, uh, the, the people that are on this list, it's, uh, it's not necessarily industry specific, but they do, uh, break it down, uh, by industries. Uh, so you get a company growth rate, you know, it's typically at least over 100% three year uh, growth rate. So you see some of those. It is really truly fast growing, uh, companies. Uh, you've got some rockets that are in there that, uh, didn't exist five years ago. And then you've got some companies, uh, uh one that was just impressive, uh, improving. Uh, which is a, a IT services firm who has been on the list, I think, Mike, what did they mention, five, 15, 16 times in a row? Just an incredible, incredible uh, feed. Uh, one interesting fact, there are out of the 5,000 companies that are there, 420 uh, designated themselves as being in the IT services market. Uh, I will confirm, having met a lot of people there, it felt like almost everyone was in IT in some way or another, and that was one of the big themes out of the show. Matt, uh, what did you think? Well, I think that uh, that first theme that you brought up, that technology resonates uh, amongst all firms regardless of uh, of their industry focuses, was, was pretty clear. Um, you know, I, it was probably the most entertaining, Having been in this business for too long, <laughs> one of the more entertaining uh, conferences that I've that I've been to in my career, and uh, 
largely because of the attendees and um, our fellow participants on the list. And re regardless of, of, you know, sort of what their industry focus was or their solution or their service or their capability, you've just got a group of people who are uh, excited about their business, excited about their customers, excited about their employees, excited about the future. Um, and it's really refreshing, you know, and for we've, as we've talked this year about it being a, a, a little bit, you know, of a tougher year, um, in, in the tech enabled services space. Uh, just a little bit of headwinds and, and whatnot. And you, you, you came out of that and you just, you know, full of, of, uh, you know, full of energy and full of hope and, and optimism for the future. And, uh, so I, I just thought what a, what a, what a great group of people and interesting companies across the board. And so, yeah, I highly encourage. Those of you out there that have uh, that have a good growth track record uh, to look into it, I, I concur, Matt. It's one of those again that sometimes that perspective by incongruity by learning from people who are you know, next to you but not near you, <laughs> and and so it was it to be in the the cohort of fastest growing. Uh, it was fascinating to hear. Uh, some of the growth stories. Um, one of my favorite stories was uh, actually someone not in the IT services space, but was a someone who focused in on uh, janitorial cleaning in New York, and they were able to have a thousand percent growth rate based on the focus areas to really uh, narrow in on some very specific niches within restaurants, and to 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 see some of the the ability for someone to take almost anything available be able to apply really specialized thinking uh, to a very targeted market and then being able to uh, kind of bundle those offerings together uh, made for a very um, healthy, happy, uh, you know, fast-growing company that uh, others can learn from. Applying our blueprint for specialization and verticalization, you know, isn't uh, specific to the tech services space, I think, Ryan. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, for Mike, sure. I, I would add, I would add personally that, uh, you know, meeting people, um, I would echo the comments about, you know, meeting a bunch of folks in IT services there that seemed like at every turn we had a conversation with an IT services owner or business leader. Um, we sat with many of them at, at dinners and, uh, chatted with them over receptions and such. Um, but, um, you know, also connecting with our, our clients. Our, our, we had many clients there, um, former clients. You mentioned improving earlier, uh, Ryan. We had <clears throat> certainly worked extensively with improving over the years and helped them do three transactions sort of, you know, uh, 10 or so years ago uh, on the M&A side. And it was great to get reconnected with their leadership and spend a little time, um, you know, just understanding what they've done. They've certainly built an impressive company. Um, and I think uh, anyone who can be on the, uh, you know, Inc. 5000 for as many years as they have is uh, is certainly an impressive accomplishment. Um, but, you know, all of these leaders had, 
I think what was interesting to me, he had something to share about their journey. And, uh, and there was a lot of key learning about, uh, everything you can imagine, right? Just business philosophy and life and sort of, uh, kind of where the market is going and, uh, I'll echo comments, you know, it just filled you with optimism about the future, which I thought was, was great. Yeah. Uh, so, so one of the, if you look, step back and, and take a look at uh, the speaker panel, it was truly impressive. Uh, starting off with Deepak uh, Chopra, uh, to, to having some uh, just amazing speakers, uh, with, uh, Senator Bill Frist was there. Got Daniel Lubetsky of Kind Bar fame, uh, Janice Holroyd, uh, from Act One, uh, was, was extremely inspirational. Uh, and you, uh, uh, you got Jenica Garner over Once Upon a Farm, uh, Allie Webb over Tri Bar. There were some stories that were, were, uh, huge. Uh, a lot of them had been through, I think a lot of mergers and acquisition, uh, throughout their career. That was one of the themes I think was there is there's always a deal present somewhere. Uh, and something that I think we, we would take away from. Uh, was there anything that either of you saw that was a general theme? I mean, when you kick something off with Deepak Chopra and you follow it off with a, a session on uh, psychedelics, it seems like a, there's a little bit of uh, a mind-body connection theme going. Matt, what, what do you think? Well, I'd even broaden it into the category of wellness, right? And mm-hmm. um, And I think that it was... Uh, super appropriate, you know. We we experience it. Everyone experiences it. The the ups and downs of business. Um, you're you're grinding hard, uh, especially if you're a fast growing company. There's a lot of change. Um, you know, these are all entrepreneurs who are competitive, and they're drivers, and um, yet maybe sometimes don't. Uh, take care of themselves. <laughs> and we've all been there, right? And, uh, and so the, the context of building sustainability in a business by also incorporating your own personal sustainability and, and wellness, um, was a, a super interesting theme. I think that it's, um, probably more appropriate today than uh, I can ever remember it, you know, coming out of the the, the COVID uh, haze and the period and the change and, and sort of disruption that came from that. Um, and, uh, and so I just thought it was a, it was a great theme, obviously having the opportunity to, to listen to uh, Deepak and that's a, that's a special treat. It's a that's a wise individual who's counseled, you know, leaders across the world, right? And so I thought that was that was great. I didn't catch the psychedelics uh, session, Ryan. You'll need to comment on that. But but even all the other keynote speakers, I re- I think in their own way, really played into how wellness uh, for them was a it was is 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 super important purpose and wellness in 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 having that be a center part of their business i think we heard that you know time and time again i think the purpose was a uh, it actually was one of the ending sessions uh the editor uh, scott over at uh at Inc. It did a, a beautiful session on purpose. And that's something that I think really clearly rang through 
there's really interesting vignettes of, of successful entrepreneurs throughout the, the show. And one of them was they all had a story that connected them to, to a purpose. And that was very clear in what they did, whether that was storytelling or having uh, be able to, to connect musicians to um, true revenue um, or through uh, even um, reconciled, which was does a small business accounting. Just the 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 niche in the business and the the focus that these entrepreneurs had was was really something uh, that was special. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, even to the you broaden the purpose argument or the the purpose initiative to you know bringing joy to people and to giving back and to participating in. Um, role that is certainly bigger than the individuals and their companies they built um, and certainly way beyond, you know, making money or, you know, being uh, effective at the, at the business operation was much broader than that. So, I mean, I think overarching themes certainly were around purpose and around health and wellness of not only those leaders, but their, their, their teams and their, how they really have care and focus on, you know, building balanced teams that can live a life of, um, um, you know, live a life that is purposeful and one that brings everyone happiness. I think um, certainly was an overarching theme and one that I thought was well presented and well thought out. One one of the things in in this particular event that really surprised me was. Um, Actually, the smaller amount of, of vendors that were participants in the show. Oftentimes, sometimes when you go to a show, you, it's like a salesperson at every table. And this time, it seemed like everyone was free to talk about what they were doing. But the vendors that were there actually got quite a bit of attention. Um, Mike, I know you went around to each. Was there any recommendations that you saw of a booth that actually worked? I mean, you might, there might have been only eight vendors, but... Um, was there what attracted you to actually go talk to some of the people that were exhibiting there? Yeah, it was an interesting question. Um, if any of you know me, I'll, I'll disclose a little something. I have sort of sprinter man envy. Uh, you know, I don't have a sprinter man, but I certainly someday would love to have one. And uh, Mercedes was there showing their electric sprinter man, which I was just completely enamored with. And had to learn all about, and it was just a fate of engineering. And so I thought they called it pretty interesting. They were there, and certainly targeting companies not like ours, targeting companies that were, you know, may need vans or service vans or delivery vans. And and I thought the just understanding the engineering around that was certainly intriguing to me. At the same time, there was uh, many other things that were quite interesting, like. You know, the Ohio, uh, state of Ohio had a huge booth there that um, was essentially uh, a soft sell on recruiting businesses to operate in Ohio or have branch offices in Ohio, which I thought was interesting. And so there was some, you know, the some financial services companies, some um, vendors around, uh, you know, uh, kind of web marketing and advertising and uh, I'd be interested to get both of your perspectives as well, uh, see if you visited any of those vendors. They certainly got a lot of attention, I think. Well, as part of that uh, uh, Mercedes booth, I saw one of the coolest things. These guys who, who do 
you know, on-premise print. So the production of, of any sort of labels and then, and then real-time printing on shirts and hats and, you know, you name it. I thought that was fascinating. You, you talk about the, the, the next gen of manufacturing and, you know, we saw it, you know, front and center. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, you had some of the bigger players. I think that they, I think that those vendors, they, they, they really invested in, you know, pretty highly. Um, and, and they feel <laughs> pretty optimistic on, on the future of, of growth. Um, you know, within, you know, let's face it, most of the businesses I think we'd characterize as, medium-sized businesses, right? Some smaller, some larger, um, but uh, a lot of medium-sized businesses and and those vendors felt very optimistic with the future of growth, um, you know, within uh, the sort of the small, medium business sector. So I thought that was awesome. I, I'll have to say I found the interactivity of, the, of everyone that was there to be exceptionally high. So, uh, for example, the development, uh, the state development, it, literally you could record a video and give your a one minute pitch and they did it, give you back an edited video. Uh, uh, in Spirit, I believe it was in Spirit, you had a um, kind of a green screen to put your name on the, the front of Inc. 5000. Uh, and just kind of bringing companies into what the possibility of what you can do together and uh, a lot of branding too. There, there's just a getting your name in front of people in the right audience. I think was very interesting, uh, and and to be able to execute um, kind of the follow up on on this is something that um, if I was to give advice to people who are attending, the that level of interactivity in which the guest feels great, the you're able to talk through the business challenges, business challenges. And you're aligned on the potential of working together, uh, that could come up with a, a multi-year relationship, um, coming out of something. So, uh, I thought there was a, I never thought that was going to be a lesson learned, but that was a, it was a great lesson learned for, for that time. The other thing that was just of, of note was, uh, I think the conference did as well. And I think if you're attending a conference, this is critical is the opportunity for networking. Uh, so the, there was a, a golf event. You have to see a golf event as part of an event, but uh, a great day. Um, I think uh, we froze ourselves. I didn't know San Antonio could get down to 40, I think 40 degrees and blustery wind. Uh, we all left with a little bit of wind burn, uh, but the networking opportunities were, were really something special. And it was really interesting that you could just simply say hello and uh, ask the simplest of question of what do you do? And everyone was just joyous to, to uh, to talk, uh, Mike, Matt, was there anything in that networking component that you'd give our listeners uh, some kind of advice to see, or uh, anything that you learned that uh, they can apply? Well, a um, couple of things. One, I, I think that it was just great learning in in general is is the ability to learn from other leaders across industry see what applies universally, um, see how they're thinking of, about growing their companies. I think that that was, that was great. I will say there's a couple of actually interesting, somewhat surprises um, 
for for me. What one was the amount of engineering services firms and. Um, you know, for those of you who are closer to Revenue Rocket than others, you may know that we are where we're, we've actively uh, helped a couple of engineering services firms here in the in the past year here, and and so it's it's a bit of a uh, a growing adjacency to to our offering. But uh, I think that that's an industry that's really ripe for uh, growth. Um, and you know, having spent 30 years in IT services, it, it harkens back to really decades ago in terms of technology services. So something to be on the watch for. I think the the other thing that I found awfully interesting was there were a number of you, you characterize it, Ryan, as as accounting services, and and it, that was that true. Um, anything from you know, CFO uh, services, uh, fractional CFO, fractional accounting, adding to, you know, it was, it was also, it surprised me. It was just, I think that, um, it, you know, for all of our listeners and, and we've encouraged um, a number of our clients to seek these types of services because sometimes a small and, and medium business may not have the ability or the uh, attractiveness to hire a, a big gun CFO, yet they have the needs for financial planning in that uh, in that light. And so I, I I think that those were two of the areas that came through some of my networking that were, you know, just some learnings from from an industry perspective. Yeah, I'd say for sure, <clears throat> very fascinating stuff. Um, just getting to know some of these people and kind of what they do and. Um, where the fast growth companies are. I think it's really always an eye opener to say what areas of sort of product development, logistics, services are fast growing and, you know, what, what does that look like? I would also say, uh, some of the network that was done with, uh, Inc. staff. I was very impressed with the Inc. staff. Very interesting, uh, group of, of pros and, publishers and writers and researchers that, you know, really know their stuff and uh, should be commended for being just an excellent group of people um, that are, are obviously running a great organization. So that stood out to me as well. Yeah, that's great. Uh, uh, both of you, again, it was, it was a lot of fun hanging out with both of you and uh, uh, celebrating a bit. And uh, it's something where uh, it was a, it was, really refreshing just to be part of something and to, to feel that energy. I'll say that one of the things coming out of it was uh, there is such a, you know, we made the list this year and, and I use this as truly the global we, it was everyone that was there, um, you know, how are we going to make it next year? And I think that's a theme that was throughout and uh, we're certainly here to help out. Uh, you make the list next year. If uh, uh, helping buy a company can really accelerate those growth needs or, Helping uh, exit, which was, an, I guess, another theme I thought, saw throughout where people were happy about their success, but also uh, looking forward to the future of what uh, uh, an exit or potential kind of succession plan would look like in their in their firm. Well, uh, and, con that, and con conversely, sorry, Ryan, to interrupt, but conversely, number of discussions, you know, again, firms across industry that are, are pretty gung-ho to incorporate um, 
their own acquisitions to incorporate it or inorganic growth as uh as a leveling up as a as a next step as a fast forwarding as a rocket ship if you will to their business and and I think that that was really encouraging as well um and so you know the future is bright and uh, some of our listeners may be surprised. I, I, you shouldn't be, but I, I personally think that Ryan could be a tuxedo model if, uh, you know, I'm putting a vote in as a, as a follow up career for you, Ryan, <laughs> to be a tuxedo model. I will take that under advisement. Uh, I will say that, say the same. You guys all look great. It was fun and, uh, had a great time. Uh, next time I'll go there, maybe a, I'll shed a few pounds and, and perhaps uh, uh, wear a tighter-fitting bow tie. <laughs> uh, Mike, any last thoughts? <laughs> no, that's great. So uh, with that, I think we'll uh, tie a ribbon on it for this week's Shoot the Moon podcast. Certainly encourage you next week to tune in for other um, hints, tips, and tricks around growing your IT services business and or uh, facilitating M&A deals. And as always, you can find lots of useful content at revenuerocket.com. Thanks and make it a great week.